Ready to do it live? I'm ready to do it live. Ready to do it live? You gonna bring us in? All right. Uh. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. So I'm ready to do it live. You gonna bring us in? Ready to do it live? All right. So. Uh. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. So I'm ready to do it live. All right. We're back. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Your mask literally moved like a beat, like, and we're back. <laughs> it's just so much. Pr- it just got so quiet, you so quick. Yeah. And you, you can't tell if, like, because we're all wearing masks, right? And it's you're looking to... at me, and I'm like, I'm smiling at him, but he has no freaking idea. Yeah, exactly. I'm no, smiling no at you. I'm you, smiling at you. Like, Brett, I need you to smile at me what? with your eyes. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta. I don't. I can't do it as well. We'll just do people. every thirty seconds, hey. just for like a second. We just. I just see what yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take a deep breath in just and then yeah, smile. Don't right. exhale. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 you dare. <laughs> All right. Uh let's just roll into it. Uh we're back. This week we have Brett Rudder. Uh, What's up? Yep. And then Isaac. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? What's up, dude? So was that me? <laughs> Yeah, this is going on such a bad Stop start. Stop touching your mic. <laughs> Adjust it. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, this is just now not... it's messed up. <laughs> yeah, the mic's messed we up. We should now. probably redo. Yeah, it's clipped. I kind of like it. Clipped. This is a good. I think this is a good. We got scene, our intro. Huh? That's good. This is as natural. Hey, as give you can your ask cable for. a little bit of slack, too, Danny. Yeah, it was like you yeah. can give us all a little slack, Danny. <laughs> give yourself a little slack. Yeah, I was gonna say, how about you guys give me a little slack? All right. <laughs> no, we give Danny zero slack. Yeah, Everyone, right. keep harping on him. All right, is that better? <laughs> Stare at now. him. We should just make Danny okay. hold. Yeah, that his sounds mic. good. You're not clipping. Anymore. So the problem is, Danny has a Scott Stapp's complex where he has oh, to have no. his hand on the mic, and that's it's mm-hmm. causing problems. Yeah, exa- I just have to like talk you, you like this. Actually, it. and even sometimes you I like to cup it like that when I'm talking. <laughs> just really make sure they hear me. This is the Scott's. <laughs> yeah, it is. You got it. You're just you're just loving that mic, man. It's all good. All right, it worked for Scott. Who's Who's Scott? Scott Stat. Scott Stat. Creed? Creed, man. Ah. Yeah. I don't like Creed. With of course not. Open. They're like, they're like, oh, they're awful. Creed, somehow, Creed. somehow what happened was, oh, I think this is what happened, Nickelback came along and then everyone forgot about how bad Creed was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you're probably right about but that. But Creed, Creed was actually way better than Nickelback, too. Like, are we talking talent-wise or are yes. we talking? Yes. Creed, you guys Creed. are rolling, right? Okay, Mark, cool. Mark Tremonti <laughs> played guitar for Creed. Mark Tremonti is like one of the best guitarists in rock and roll. Like you just Nickelback doesn't have that caliber of talent on their in their band. Mm, no. no. So no, I no. will say, I've never seen either of them in concert, but I've Me heard either. that Nickelback is insane live, and I don't I want it. to keep saying. I saw that. them live they, in 2010. They're really good live. I have to give credit. I believe where it. Do. And and that's where I'm like, of course, like at some level they have to put on a good show, like. And like you know, they can't be puddle of mud where it's like, oh yeah, I guess they're not good live because <laughs> or blink they don't. Too. Like, oh honestly, it, it is funny because like around here, we don't we don't really know necessarily who actually is amazing live or not because we only get the bands that show up at Hershey Park. <laughs> yeah, at at that level. That's so true. it's yeah. like that's true. actually Nickelback played at Hershey, right. and, yeah. and they were contrasted by their opener, Buck Cherry. Oh, oh gosh. yo, God. you were at that show. That bro, that band. Is <laughs> I remember God that awful. one. I've never seen so many Coors Light drank before in my life. <laughs> hey, don't knock the Colorado Kool Aid, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call it? Uh, that's what that's what Johnny Paycheck called it back in the seventies. You so. guys are throwing out all these names, and I'm just not picking <laughs> up on them. I was gonna ask how old you guys are because I feel like I'm old. I'm 25. I'm 31. Okay, 
right. I'm 29, 33. Okay. Yeah. We got a whole yeah. array of ages good. here. Wow. Well, I'm really glad that, so none of us like Creed. Is that correct? I like Creed. You do I like, like so, like wait, who's talking? Uh, sorry, the uh, mask. Yeah. Yeah. Your guys sound very similar, I, like I will I will admit. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, wait, what? Like, in the mics. Well, in, like, person? Not at all, right, but in right. the mics? Right. Yeah. yeah. What if we just cut out the, ma- the mouth part of yeah. the mask, and then we yeah. can see who's then talking? You, <laughs> yeah. you, you need, like, an active light that lights up yeah. when you talk in your mic. Bing. Yeah. We should have all got, like, LED grills. <laughs> <laughs> so oh that way you can see the teeth. Yeah, exactly. Just raise your hand every time you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I have uh, the talking hey. stick, Alan. <laughs> so. uh, I don't mind Creed. I grew up listening to it. My, my dad listened to them a lot. But specifically the, with arms wide open. Like, I'm not a fan of that. All the time. No. All the time. But and I was like, ugh. There's a lot of good deep Creed. But like, we, I think we talked about it last time. I tried to convince <laughs> you guys. I was going to say, did we, did we talk about Creed last time? I tried to convince did, you guys. Did we talk about it on the show? Yeah. Yeah, Shit, yeah we didn't, sorry, we didn't. I didn't mean to bring it up. No, it's okay. I think I br- didn't. I bring it up. <laughs> I brought up Scott Stapp. You did bring up I, Scott Stapp yeah. hands. I like Scott Stapp. <laughs> but at the same, who? Time, see, here's the thing though. So you, Nickelback. Uh, I'm just gonna go back to the Nickelback Creed comparison. <laughs> Nickelback. Nickelback. They just act like. I mean, from what I've seen on the internet, like videos and stuff like that. Um, I've never interacted with them personally, but on the internet, <laughs> they're kind of stuck up. Like they're 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 douchebags. They're way bigger. Really? But at the same time, in the same token, the vocalist of Creed was the exact same way. Oh yeah. He was like, I will not talk to anyone because he's saving his voice for the performance, and like he would never break that. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, You're kind of ridiculous. Like you can literally just be like. Hey, hi. How's it going? Yeah. Like, my, that is not going to affect your performance whatsoever. It's like, not like he has a high voice, though, either. Like, no. dude was definitely. Well, he was a already bass. ruining it with substances, so he's probably looking at percentages uh, and thinking, true. "Okay, I gotta. If, if I want to drink, I gotta stop talking. If I want to do know? this much that's heroin, true. I can't talk to this <laughs> many people. All right, cool. it's all look. It's all about return on investment. Right? <laughs> yeah, so. I gotta get more than I give. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> wow. Wow. All right. What a. Rabbit hole we went down on the very beginning. I think that of this. was a good rabbit hole, though. I think that was a good rabbit Honestly, hole. Honestly, it needed to be talked about. It's 2021. We're probably the first podcast to talk about Nickelback or Creed yet. So, also, you know what? That's I'll be the first true. one to go on record and say it. Nickelback isn't that bad. We're changing it's, the subject. It's no, really stop. Bad. Come on. <laughs> I'm not no, saying I'm a fan. Alan. But like, if you're hating them just because the internet tells you to, I actually to, think I, I think you can sell that shirt. It's not. Like, yeah, you could. I think there's a lot of folks that feel that way. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are in the closet, you know, Nickelback butt rock fans that are just like, yeah. I mean, when I'm alone and it's it's what I want to listen to. Yeah. I mean, like I'm not. That's not what I want like, to listen to. I love them. That's what you said. But they're not that bad. But like at the same time, they are definitely. I will confess, like, like, alcoholic dads that beat their wives and children go home and listen to. I mean, well, I can only imagine all Nickelback fans are alcoholic dads <laughs> who beat their wives and children. When I was, <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I think when I was like 15, 16. I don't know how old it was. Yeah. Something like that. I made a mixtape back, well, mixed CD, burnt, you know. <laughs> yep. Nero, yep. of course. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know, ripping stuff. Uh, I and uh, I made, I definitely made a CD with a bunch of Nickelback because my girlfriend, now wife, uh, enjoyed that stuff. So That's adorable. But she doesn't listen to story. it anymore, for sure. Wow. She does she even listen. love you? <laughs> oh, she does. <laughs> but she doesn't, I mean, 
thank God she doesn't listen to Nickelback anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Actually, yeah, because uh, if she was, I would love her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find the table. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but Whoa. yeah. Yeah, Alan said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, my wife won't listen to this. <laughs> Dude, you, so it's really funny. Cause I feel like we're going like, to... Wait, are we the Nickelback here. of podcasts? <laughs> we might be. <laughs> um, my mom said that. So I, I told my mom when I was originally getting ready to do a podcast... Everything. And she was like, oh, like, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah. And so like, we had some like, really good episodes and everything. And I told her, I was like, hey, mom, like you should check this out. Like it was, We got, went over some really good points. Uh, it was really good content. You should check it out. And she's like, okay. She came back to me like, two days later. And she was like, hey, so I just want to let you know, um, I like stopped listening to your podcast. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why? And she was like, no, 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 no. It wasn't that it was bad. She's like, it was just like. It just sounded like you here in the kitchen talking, so I tuned you out. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, so like you Whoa. tune me out all when I'm at home, apparently. I was like, all right, cool. I see where I stand. I see nice. where I stand. I was like, I'm yeah. just going to be in my room all the time now. <laughs> I would actually like to get data on that. Like, like people, especially dudes who do podcasts, like wives, girlfriends, other relations, like, do they... Do they all do that? Uh, my like my wife would totally to do that. She wouldn't listen. Like she listens to my music. I think. <laughs> I hope. But uh, she just supports you. Yeah. But if I was doing this all the like she can't stand podcasts anyways. And if it was especially if it was me doing it, she would be. There's no way. Yeah. So, no. Like one of my friends hates podcasts. He's like, me? I can't listen to it. I think so, man. But now, like, I'm sitting here wondering. Like, I'm, as this all came out, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I have to re- reevaluate my life decisions. <laughs> yes. Just start playing her some of your music. And Divorce attorneys. Are you fact checking me? <laughs> oh my god! It says you've already filed. <laughs> <laughs> not true. It's not true. <clears throat> so what have you guys been up to? I know we kind of had you on here to talk about a few things, and you guys do a lot of different things. It's, uh, let's kind of dive into that. You guys. Yeah. I don't know who wants to start? I don't even know who's talking because you guys kind of yeah. sound like so much alike. So. <laughs> no, go for it. Well, um, so when I was on here last time without Isaac, we talked a lot about uh, local music. Mm-hmm. And so we talked a bit about non-existent records. Mm-hmm. And that's basically like a for fun slash for serious business that Isaac and I and a guy named Jake came up with at the beginning of 2020. Um just to like we were so we had grand visions yeah and yeah then and then yeah. covid just kind of wrecked things you, we still have visions we still have visions you yeah. got you guys were about to have that show um the last time that we talked to you oh the seven dot show the yeah. show the pizza place yeah, yeah. that yeah. went it went really well we we raised like a thousand bucks for um um project share which is a like a food bank kind of place in in Carlisle. That's awesome. And we had Indian Summer Jars was there, and my band, the Gregory's, played, and Holland came and played from Harrisburg. She's amazing. She's amazing. We, we were there, yeah. weren't we? That's yeah, yeah we you guys came out and hung yeah, out yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I was you like, unless there was another one. We, yeah, we were like, yeah, Isaac's texting me, like, is my sound equipment okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a monsoon. Yeah, it did rain pretty hard yeah. that day, actually. But it was wow. super cool. It, it was outdoor, it was summertime, and it was just like, it was great. It was cool. We, it felt like it we were like not in the middle of a pandemic and I actually ran into people I knew there. Um, I'll have to talk to you off air yeah. about that. Cause I want to like throw names out there and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely ran into some people I knew that. That was crazy. Yeah, it went really well. And we, we, we've done our best to try and keep things going as, as well as we could while kind of trying to fit into the state regulations. And it's kind of a, it's a weird time to be pushing local music because yeah, for sure. as, as serious as this, this pandemic is, and as convicted as we are about, you know, doing the right things, there's all these people that there's art going away. There's people who are losing jobs, and it's like you have to find this balance of promoting people 
within new boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not easy, but I think it's, I mean, I really do think this is a season that we'll get through. So for us, um, with non-existent records, it was, it's kind of a matter of, uh, changing the immediate focus to like doing a lot more social media stuff. We're recording a young lady who's, who's a songwriter in the area. Um, trying to get more involved with recording or just like making those relationships so that once we can start booking live shows again, which is really the the bread and butter of it, we have, we're ready to go. Like we're not do all that inside work now so that, you know, hopefully summertime this year or maybe fall this year or maybe springtime next year, whenever it is, we can kind of launch a lot of music live. That's awesome. That is really cool. And I think that's kind of, I mean, I think it's going to happen, and some people are going to be against it, some people are going to be for it, but like, as soon as things start going back to normal, everybody's just going to be wanting to get out there and take yeah. off, do shows, perform yeah. live, all that stuff. Yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to fall behind, like, <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to do the wrong thing, but but we don't want to fall behind. I think, I think you're right. I mean, if history can help us in any way, we, you know, 100 years ago when, 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 you know, Spanish flu kind of finally sort of started to dissipate people lost their minds for like 10 years like they just partied like crazy mm-hmm. until the country went roaring depression. 20s <laughs> yeah, yeah right. pretty much and, that, there's no, and that's not to say like that's definitely going to happen but I think people like we're created for community and, oh yeah and so once once there's, once there's a little bit more yeah everybody has a different level of comfortability with all this different level of security but once that like level of security tips a little more towards it's going to be okay, people are just going to start taking chances, and it's going to be yeah. crazy. So we have to, you know, we don't want to be sitting there like, oh, oh yeah, that people want to play music. Oh, it was like two months ago or too late, you know. It's, yeah, it's really funny you say that. Me and my girlfriend were talking about that um, the other day, and we were. I was like, it's just so weird to think. I was like, there's a really real possibility that like you think back just even like a year or two ago when you would go down to like you could go to like bourbon street on second street and like you're just wall-to-wall packed with people no masks no nothing people are smoking into like concerts mm-hmm. wall-to-wall like people are sweating on you it's great we love it yeah and i'm <laughs> just like it's just it's it's a very real possibility like that could end up just being a story that we tell like our children right. and our grandchildren yeah. like hey there used to be a time where we could, could just go and and i was like and that's just mind-boggling <laughs> to me that, that that could be reality well i feel like you know i have a seven-year-old and she's living in this reality too and if i tell her story she'd be like yeah dad i know but it would be like she'd be like oh that's gross why would you want people sweating <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> true. yeah true. we've already adapted like, a little bit we've already yeah. yeah we're already like turning the corner it's like oh, this at, is the new at, norm at the same time though like like this happens like we we can't be super arrogant as humans in this particular time to think that like we're the only ones going through something and yeah. now we're going to we're going to finally like adapt in this. I think humans do adapt, it's what we do. We're created to kind of process data and like change for the better mm-hmm. in many ways. But like there were there were like terrible pandemics in the past and here we were a year ago sweating on each other. So I don't know how <laughs> much of an influence like I think I think the power for the drive for community um like that natural instinct to want to be around other people is probably more natural and more persuasive. I mean, sure. I mean we went the black plague killed lots of people. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely did. But during the reformation, during the renaissance, people were in taverns and just like just living it up. So, yeah. Who knows, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but after the year we had and the start to the new year that we're having, 
I just I don't know about you guys, but like a ten year party sounds pretty sweet. Like I'm, I'm down for a decade of party. Like, it, it does. Because yeah. like, you know I'm cool. I'm thirty. I'm still young enough. I could enjoy it. Let me chill out when I'm forty. Like let's just let's get wild while we're in our thirties. Like let's do this. Well, why hasn't anybody come up with like a quarantine bar where everybody has to stay in the bar for two weeks? That's actually oh, a great go. idea. Oh my god! Why don't, why don't you just Hunter? What? Are, what are you doing? Yeah, where have you been this entire time? Improvise, are just, are... adapt, overcome. Yeah. We'll call it quarantinis. Bear Grylls. <laughs> oh my god! It sounds like something that guy would come up with who uh, had that like <clears throat> horrible. Uh, what's it? It's on Netflix. The uh... oh, uh, fire. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I knew that. Fire I, fest. Yeah. Fire, yeah. Yeah. fire fest. Oh my god! Yeah, really? Oh yeah. F Y R E. Yeah. 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 That's basically yeah, that's what not, they did. That, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, like that sounds like something he'd come up with, and then it would end up as a Netflix documentary because yeah. he embezzled like two billion dollars. That's right. Let's. I forgot about. The next thing you know, you get two slices of bread and a piece of cheese. Yeah. Look, yeah. man. All I'm saying is, I mean, like two billion dollars. You're really no. I mean, that's a lot of cheese. I mean, you can sue me, but I don't think you're gonna get all that. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm still gonna come you out richer than I am offshore accounts already. What? Yes, yeah, so I've already buried a lot in offshore accounts. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, it's like uh, you can sue me, but I don't have it. It's like, where is it? I don't know. But can you, <laughs> can you spend that yeah. money from prison? <clears throat> but you have $2 billion. I don't think you're going to go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do, you're not going to be there long. There's uh, certain stories <clears throat> that we just don't talk about. But <laughs> so when you go there, you don't guy, last don't very know. long. And it'll be a nice prison. True. Yeah, it'll uh, be a very nice prison. I want to say this before I forgot. You said Indian summer jars, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were there. They did a live stream with Rock Mill, didn't they? Or Probably. Chris? They, they did. Yeah. They, yep, yeah. we did one. They're super cool. They're actually nominated for like best folk band, I think, in the Central PA Music Hall of Fame mm. right now. So what? you guys know about that? It's been going for like two years now. Central Mu- Central PA Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. 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 They do like an event in March mm-hmm. and like it's kind of cool. I, I wasn't sure if I thought it was cheesy or cool at first. And then we started like pushing, I just started yeah. pushing music more and more. And then we were like, we're already doing this alone. Why don't we just push music together? And then I was like, these guys are doing exactly what yeah. we're trying to do. This is super cool. So I'm going to actually try and go in March if it's not canceled. Right. And I think the cool thing about it is like we actually do have, I mean, we do have a history in Central PA yeah, producing legacy. decent amount of artists. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. In oh the goodness, 80s yes. and stuff. Like we, the 80s, we were actually like a much, you know, level, whatever you want to say, like level B music venue scene. Yeah. Like we had mm-hmm. decent bands tour through here in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and and uh, that produced great bands locally. And actually, I think that contributed to the local scene even into the 2000s and Who's that early aughts. It's from Mechanicsburg. His mom lived where we grew up. Um, Brett Michaels. They got from Poison. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michaels. Poison's yeah. From yeah. yeah, he went to Redland or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we have a lot of, you know, and you, well. They're got, from Mechanicsburg. Know, DJ from yeah. Incubus. He grew up yep. in Dillsburg. Like, yep. we have a lot of folks that are just, you know, Hall they moved Oates. away, but. Will Smith, Poison, Mac Miller, Joanne Jett, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, T-Swift. From oh, yeah, yeah, T-Swift, ABR, T-Swift. obviously. Oh, of course. Boys to Men? Yeah, really? Philadelphia. I did not know that. The oh, Roots. Yeah, tons of Philly. Breaking Philly, Benjamin? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. The guy from Breaking Benjamin lives in Mechanicsburg. Yeah, that was local. What? They're, they're Breaking Ben's first drummer. He like he does lessons and stuff. No fa- way. One of their family members yeah. lived two houses down from my mom. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Wiz Khalifa. Everybody knew that. Louis Vert's from Pennsylvania? <clears throat> I'm not a fan of them, but well, and the cool thing is, like, right. some of those guys are east or west, that's right? That's like Pittsburgh and Philly, but like most of the guys, you most of the acts you just named are actually closer to the the central area central, between, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, if, if you want to count Lancaster ish, kind of come across, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can be in Lancaster fan, in 35 minutes. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, fuel, fuel, fuel. I mean, given. there's yeah, you know, fuel. Yeah. it's it's kind of cool. So oh my like, God, fuel, I love fuel. Yeah, Meek Mill, Go Birds. Yep, CKY. 
Yeah, the Dude, one in years. Bam's older, yeah, Bam's, Bam's older out, brother. They're at like uh, oh, Westchester. Right. Yeah, um, Frankie Avalon. Wait, <laughs> that's not the Frankie Avalon I'm thinking of, is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's Frankie definitely Avalon. not. No, no, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, Mickey Avalon. Never mind. But it is cool uh, because like that that kind of legacy does encourage local artists. Yeah, because they think, okay, well, like you know, Brett Michaels is from here, or Taylor Swift is from here, and. And it also puts the place on the map so that it isn't it isn't so podunk that nobody in New York City or LA is gonna think like if if somehow one of the artists that we're working with three or four years from now gets noticed it's not like totally out of the blue for because they understand that this area has a little bit of a, a history of a, of a history with well music. I think it's really important to if if you're gonna actually pursue music in a local city or scene like you need to have infrastructure and part of that infrastructure is you know some sort of like as much as I hate like you know, awards and whatever, like, because music and stuff is whatever. It's hard to I, I, put all I that get t- the point yeah. you're trying mm-hmm. to make, though. But when, yeah. it, when it's local and it's just like, oh, this is just like us celebrating music in our community and like actually, you know, patting people on the back and be like, hey, like, thank you for continuing to yeah. record music and like yeah. playing shows to 20 people. Like, yeah. that's, that's still something. And, yeah. Um, gives hope for fourteen-year-olds who are like, oh, I guess I could write songs. That's like, cool. Well, I think like, I mean, I grew up, you know, going to the champ every day. Like, yeah, you know, we had a young, like, we had a, a an underage scene. We really and, did. It's yeah, kind of it funny. Like, sick. I mean, just looking back, going there, how many people were my age, and like, yeah. then once I became like older, like, it's all it was still just always people my age. Like, and you, there would be like a small like crowd of younger people, which was always great to see. It's like great. There's more young people getting involved in the music scene, but like, yeah. I feel like our generation was kind of like the last yeah. one. It's like Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's coming back though. <laughs> I think it is. Oh no, it's definitely back. It's back strong. My daughter's got all these Pokemon cards. She's like, "Have you ever seen these before, Dad?" I'm like, "I shouldn't. Yeah. Have, I threw away like a, I had a binder like this thick." <laughs> oh, yeah, no. it's like, do, do I know about these? Don't sit down. I'm about, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to teach you about <laughs> yeah. Pokemon cards. All right. So I remember when Pokemon Go came out. That was whenever I'd moved in my first apartment, oh, and I would yeah. always get home from work in the summertime and just chill on my front porch and have a beer. I just turned 21. And whenever Pokemon Go came out, literally the next day, the amount of people that would walk by my house increased by oh, yeah. easily 80%. Yeah. And I would just start yelling at people like, got to catch them all. And everybody would be like, hell yeah. <laughs> Hand them a beer and it'd be a good night. <laughs> See, like, I, I was so hype on that. And then like I saw like how it worked and I was like, Nah. Yeah. I was like, I'm good. Like, I was, they're like, they're like, yeah, you gotta like spin it, and then you can like, meh, and then it's like, no, and it's like, give him a berry. I'm like, what? And they're like, give him a berry. And it's like, now you got it. I was like, this is. Not, I was like, can I make him fight anyone? They're like, whoa, 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 walk before you run, bud. You, you can catch him. And I'm like. <laughs> what I'm like I don't this isn't Pokemon I was like I'm yeah. over this so yeah. what happened to me was I tried to get into it got into it for like maybe two weeks was like alright this is getting kind of cool logged in the next day all my Pokemon are gone I'm oh like, I do wow. remember what that happened? Nantech had like a bunch of problems that's not what there. happened oh. I had recently broken up with my girlfriend got back together with her six months later she's like hey so I was pretty salty about our breakup and somehow my, you got logged into your Pokemon Go on my or I oh, got logged no. into your Pokemon Go on your phone and I deleted all your Pokemon broke up with her again <laughs> not <laughs> immediately oh, okay. but I did eventually <laughs> and it was a weighing factor it was I, she got rid of my Charizard <laughs> actually yeah that's pretty that's yeah rough, that's grounds right? yeah. especially if you had a Charizard in two weeks dude capital punishment I, yeah I had a lot of people that thought I was pulling some funny things on that but somehow yeah. I won. how did we get on to pokemon in the first uh, i was place? just saying how pokemon 
killed our music scene. <laughs> it was like Pokemon came out and like he's all like, the hardcore bands just were like, I guess we're done now. We're just yeah. <laughs> he's like, if I see Ash catch him, I'm gonna beat the shit. <laughs> catch these hands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. Right. People, I guess, at some point, it's it's somewhere. Kids stopped creating as much music because that wasn't as cool. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to pinpoint that because oh, yeah. yeah I mean I'm I'm a little older than you you're older than, like but I'm like it was still cool when I was in high school the music thing was still really cool oh yeah oh my god when yeah. I was in college for, I guess for second year of college and I was playing with Hot Jam Factory it was still really like we were when we played at Champ it was like there's a lot of people there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that I mean I guess that was just almost ten years ago though yeah, I mean you could put six crappy bands at Champ and there would be three hundred kids there yeah yep. yeah yeah you're like what dude yeah. that's it was that's insane. the thing I think that's the difference is like back then you were just like. It was just what you that, did. It, it was the thing to do. Like it didn't even yeah. matter if you knew the bands. You were like, "Oh, what are you doing?" It's like, oh, "I'm gonna go ahead into the champ." Like they yeah. have a show, and yeah. you're like, "All right, cool." Yeah. It's like instead of going to hang out in your friend's basement playing video games, they decided to go out and be social right. and experience yeah. local art. Well, I remember like Chris whenever he was in in, uh, in search of words. His CD release show was just as big as the ABR annual or not? What? Show? Oh my! ABR God, did a huge show there. That. What was that? At oh, the he's champ, gone. he's not there. He's not right here. I don't know where we're. Well, they did a yeah, yeah. They used to do. They would come through every once in a while and do some. Yeah. I mean, they did a Christmas thing and they did some other stuff. Yeah, right? they did. I, did they? They didn't do a CD release at the champ though, did they? A- I don't know. ABR, ABR didn't. Well, I think they, they did back they in the very went, beginning. I, mean, I was gonna say maybe when CI took over, they would have done more stuff. Because I, yeah. I definitely saw ABR at the champ. Oh yeah, like yeah, many oh, times. Like, and it was just like, I remember going and I was like. This seems like a bad idea to have a band this big in a venue this small. And see, I remember the days. Maybe you guys saw them too, but back in the day when ABR was just doing fire halls, like oh like yeah, I, I went to a York College show with Haste the Day and Jeez. and ABR, Haste and it was day. like there was like I don't know twenty people there, and then like it was like the whole like I don't know the old dudes hardcore scene showed up. I was like 14, 15. Yeah. You know, like they were just starting, like every, they're like flying every show. Like they were just not a band. I mean, and uh, they got this like, they were just hustling. Like they worked yeah. so hard to get every single show. And, you know, as soon as they were done with the show, they like, they didn't even tear down. Well, they tore down because Haste the Day played. But then like, they were just at the door flying. Like, here's the next show. Here's the next show. Here's yeah. the next show. Like, hey, did you guys get stuff? Did you get your sticker, merch? Like, yeah. they had a they workout hustled so hard. Like they were the hardest working band. Like, they ABR, deserve everything they, they get. They do, and like I, they actually did win a Grammy recently, did they, or did, or did they just get nominated the second know. time? Yeah, I think I they think got nominated. nominated. Yeah, because I know they lost it originally to Hailstorm, and I was yeah. like, "All right." Yeah, bands, was like, bands where you can't hear the like when when nobody understands the lyrics, yep. you just don't get awards. Nope, you don't. Yeah. That's what it is. And I was like, they, I was like, from a musician standpoint, I'm like, uh, no disrespect. I'm like, but oh yeah, August Burns Red is a way more talented they band, kill it. like yeah. <laughs> way more talented. They do kill it. That hustle mentality though is like. That's something that that's the make or break. That it is because you got there's so many people and if, if even if you just look in our little area with where it's kind of spans like uh, Adams County, Cumberland County, Perry County, Dauphin County, like um, there's so many bands and like just dudes like us and gals like us just like promoting like that. It's it's really comes down to like just hustling. Yeah, yeah. you just I mean. You just you're not getting paid. Nobody's getting paid for this. Right. It's all about the love for it, and so you end up like going to a show 
even though you've been working your butt off all week at your real job because you want to support the artists, you want to say hi to them, you want to meet them, you want to tell somebody else about them. Uh, that sort of thing is is like that's it's like that's literally what we do. That's the whole non-existent records thing. It, it's like oh, let's put a name on something that's really kind of boring. Like what we do is we just post and talk and share, and that's that's all we're doing. But you're making like a social platform for people to like communicate and um, network with each other, though, which yeah. is huge and something oh, that yeah. is. It's it's. You're, I mean, you're just kind of taking the community and making it more of a community, mm-hmm. and that's something that kind of needs to be done at a time like this, especially when like we were kind of talking about the local music scenes just kind of die out sometimes, and mm-hmm. you, somebody needs to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for taking that initiative and yeah. going out there and doing that because if somebody's not going to do it, uh, eventually it's all going to mm-hmm. die, and then we're just stuck with SoundCloud rappers. Mm-hmm. Well, what it comes <laughs> yeah, really. What it comes down to is, you know it. I'm a songwriter, and I can do all that I can to to hand out flyers at a Wait, show. Wait, he writes songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Really good ones. Um, but some say they're the best. If I, yeah, that's right. But if I like, it's my song, and I'm sharing it. And there's always a little bit of like wariness in any kind of marketing, where if like the person is marketing their own product, you're like, uh, I don't know. But when you read that Amazon review from somebody else who actually tried it out and liked it then your, your interest yeah. has peaked a little more. Yeah. And so there's some sense like having this community-based kind of like just a couple of hustlers record company, quote unquote. The idea is that like we are listening to this stuff. And so like you don't know uh, this, this, this artist Carson that we're working with. You don't know who she is. But we're like working with her. We love it. And so I say, hey, dude, you got to check this EP out. Well, you might uh, you might come across her posting on like local Facebook groups. Like, I, I just released a new EP. And you're like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. But then when you hear three other dudes or three other guys like, hey, this is a really good EP. Now you're like, oh, like three people I know yeah, like those this. Are people, like, maybe I should listen to this. Okay, yeah. yeah. So now, oh, maybe I will listen to this. I think there's there's something about that like funneling, which is is important with the local music scene. Like I went on... The uh to that Central PA Music Hall of Fame thing I did all the voting and you guys you guys should do that if you haven't. Yeah, I went on there. I think I voted for uh, Evie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she's best female artist right now, and she's incredible. Uh, we oh, have her on here. She's amazing. Evie's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but they 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 posted like uh, I think it was ten maybe ten records of like the top records of the year, and Dandy's Wildflower record is on there. It's super good. Um, and there's a couple others that I hadn't heard. Uh, there's an EP by a girl named Devin Beck who's in Nashville now. She's from Central PA. Awesome, like country record. Small Town Titans new record is on, and so I'm like, okay, here's ten out of these ten, like seven of these EPs or, or uh, albums I haven't heard yet. Mm-hmm. So I just listen to them all. I know like not everybody's gonna do that, but I'm interested in it. And yeah. so like then after that, I'm like cipher. I'm like, this is actually really good. So like I'm gonna share this on Instagram or tell somebody like this is really, you should listen to this. It's really good. And I think that kind of thing helps because a lot of people aren't necessarily gonna take that time, but if they see that other people are doing that and they like it. Maybe instead of putting on uh, T Swift's Evermore album tomorrow, they'll put on <laughs> Small Town Titans or well, whatever. No, you're yeah. exactly correct. I mean, I, you hear like, I mean, I listen to like Apple Radio, or, like Apple Podcasts, like, but like I hear like advertisements like, oh, like check out the new, like whatever. And I'm like, mm, no, like, but if, <laughs> if someone like you guys are like, hey, dude, like you should check out this band, like it's really like what we were doing before we even started rolling. I was like, yo, you got to listen to this breakdown, yeah, right? Yeah, right. yeah. That's the kind of stuff that gets you involved, to people. But you're right. I mean. The bottom line is, if the hustle's not there, it's not going to happen. And I think it's time we have the conversation that we've been avoiding, and we need to take the hustle to the next level. Instead of fly- handing out flyers, stickers, merch, 
I think you just need to get all of your gear ready to go, and you just start kicking in people's doors in the middle of the night <laughs> and just start yeah. playing a show. Like, bring the music to the people. Like, they don't even have to ask for it. You just bring it, and then they just have to listen. And then you're like, did you, you like you what you You too hear? did that. I was going to say, that is the Apple way, <laughs> yeah. actually. <laughs> they just kicked in the door of your yeah, iPhone. Right. I was like, we're here to stay. You, no. Oh, you want to delete me? Yeah. Not allowed. Negative. I think, I think to your point, what what is missing is, like, we're missing good curators. Like, yeah. like uh, you know, artists, I mean, not to get super uh, esoteric, but, like, Michelangelo and all, all these guys, like, back in the day, like, they didn't market their wares. Like, yeah. their, you know, their stuff spoke for themselves and people, there was already an infrastructure there where curators were like, you must like this because it's good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then people would be like, oh, this is good. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I actually hate it, but you're right. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, that's what it's, it takes. It takes a lot of people uh, who like, you know, are trusting or that you can trust that, that kind of make it into your, your life. Cause it's like, how do you find music? Like, I mean, everyone finds music differently. Yep. Um, and so like, cracking that code like i think spotify has done a lot of that as horrible as spotify is like it's one of those things where it's like well i guess that's the way we find music now and like you know i can't i can't get myself to turn on the radio like oh god there's no no way i'm gonna turn on the radio but i zoned out the other day and left the radio on the other day and was just like this is awful it's like (laughs) it's like tv i haven't turned on the tv in like a year yeah and then i like did the other day and i was like I totally forgot about commercials. Like, I haven't <laughs> I listened know. to a commercial in a year. Yeah. Like, oh wow, yeah. that was yeah. so. You pay for the good Hulu, okay? I, I yeah, I just we pretty can't much hide just... money, huh? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I do the same thing too. I, mean, I, 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 I can't stand advertisements. I can't stand commercials. I'm the same way, but like, I got as soon as like you had Netflix cable, Hulu or Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, like all that, I was like. I don't need cable anymore. Right. Like, there's yeah. just no point for it. Well, I don't. I can't. Like, I look. I I have Spotify Premium. I'm I'm just as sinful as the rest of you guys. But oh, yeah. bougie. I have but, Apple Music. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's but I I, I like. I think it's it's. I, I like good commercials. I don't like bad commercials. Oh sure. And and the problem is that there's so much like there's so many products out there that I don't care about. And this is look. I'm not like before you continue. I get the who's danger. paying you to be here? <laughs> Isaac this is. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money bags over here. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So he's the CEO of Non-Existent Records. I'm he's just, like, I'm, and you're about to get a free subscription to SiriusXM. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Brett's just the hype man. I'm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I think uh, this is like I'm not into. I don't like that. You know, I, I tell Zuckerberg all these things, and he listens and and tailor stuff to my needs but i kind of do like i kind of like there is value in that of like look i actually pay more attention to these ads because they're more they're more interesting to me and i'll be less likely to to skip those commercials yeah and it's, it's kind of a weird it's totally off topic think, but it's kind of a weird no, 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 I, it's totally i was gonna say like like with podcast like as you listen to podcast and you know i'm hopefully you guys will get some sponsorship here and and like generally speaking the podcast i listen to those commercials are like, no, 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 I actually use this product. It is good. It's not right. Alex Jones yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. buy these essential oils yeah. or whatever. You know, like, it's from my it's, website. I would listen to that, actually. That would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's usually like, yeah, no, I wear this underwear. It's fantastic. Yeah. Or like, I, I, these are the only t-shirts I wear now. Like, yeah, and, you're uh, right. It's, it's good sponsorship, and it's stuff that I like, oh, I'm also a middle-aged male and i care about that stuff yeah, so i'm yeah. gonna go buy those new balances that's fine as, yeah. a, as a salesman <laughs> like, i guess i can't really knock 
advertisements because that's my job as a whole. Well, I think, <laughs> well, like I went to school, like I would, I wanted to be like an ad man. Like I, I wanted to write good ads and, and like change the industry, you know, like I don't want to just promote. I don't want to just like be another like loudspeaker because I think there's just enough noise. But like, how can you be creative? You wanted to and, make like, people love commercials instead well, of hate them. Well, I think, I think what I wanted to do, I didn't realize you shouldn't do it. Like when, as soon as you blur the, the, the lines between editorial and advertising, like all of a sudden you have propaganda. You have, you know, you're, you're baking in advertisements into like real content and you're like, oh, that is a good idea. But it's like, oh, well, it works. Like, it's great if it's a good product. Right. And it's like, you know, in, in sync with your lifestyle and like your beliefs. But then like once you like start doing that with other stuff, disinformation yeah. starts to like run amok. And like all of a sudden you have news stations that aren't news stations and you have, right. you know. Right. So I like where this conversation is going. <laughs> well, trying not to go there, but, yeah. that's what I'm saying. but like, I was just saying, but we should detour. Yeah. <laughs> now is a little bit dicey time to talk about the news. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Just a little bit, Brett. A little bit back to what you were saying. Sorry, I come in real loud. No, no, that's good. You said my name, so I paid attention. You were talking about. <laughs> I responded. Say my name. You were talking about like, you know, calling out other bands and, uh-huh. and bringing people up. I think that helps a lot with the music industry, with other bands bringing up yeah. other bands, oh, especially yeah. up and coming bands, bringing bands with them as they come up saying yeah. like, hey, this person's also here. Don't just forget about them. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. remember? Do you guys remember Farewell Flight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They beat my band in every battle of the bands until like, I don't know. It was like 2006. We finally beat them. But that was the kind of thing. Like they were older, they were way more polished. They actually like had good records, mm-hmm. and we just brought more kids out. It was one of those like weird voting things where like they just couldn't get anybody out because they were playing six shows a week, and like we yeah. could because we we're only doing like two a month. So yeah, like that was the thing where like, and you were like in your face, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> those were our fans. What band yeah. were you in? Or are you? I was in, or... so I was in a band called Undefined. We were horrible. I mean, it was great. Like, it was great for being. We won Battle of the like, Bands, though. We you know, the being bands. 15 in a band, 16, like, whatever. Like, that was great. <laughs> Me <you know>? honor. <laughs> and then uh, I was in a band, actually, with Hildy for a little bit uh, called O Scarlet. And then an early ending took him, um, which was fine. And then they took Michael. Uh, they were okay. But we were only, like, we were only a band for a little bit. We broke up, like, right after. Played a gig in Florida. Like, it was just, it was a horrible situation. Oh. But, um, and then uh, after that, I was in a bunch of other things. I played in a band called Able. They were signed to Face Down, did like a side record label. I definitely have heard of them. And, um, yeah, so they they were like, they're from New York. They were like a indie Christian band. We played like Purple Door and like all the Hell yeah. That's awesome. And stuff. Purple and Door. Then, that was my first concert yeah. ever or show oh, festival yeah. Dude, everything. Purple Door. One. Purple Door changed my life. 14 years old. Saw Azalea dying and I was yes. like that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, 100%. And I was in a pop punk band so that hurt. Like it was hard. I was like oh, I want to play like heavy yeah. stuff. I want to yeah. play heavy stuff. And I couldn't. So and then, like, all right. and then when all the news came up out of him, you were like, "Yeah, I'm you, glad I didn't go there." <laughs> yeah, like you let me down <laughs> as, an, as an inspiration. Uh, you failed me. It's uh, I still I listen to the new record. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, oh me too. Oh, it's 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 good. It's yeah. just sugar. I'm not saying yeah. I support. Like, if you listen to music, you support them. I'm like, I mean, you're they're not getting paid wrong. anyways on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, like, ah, I'm gonna listen to it. Well, we, yeah, we we do that in all of life, right? Like we have to be careful with that. Like, yeah. 
there don't are people put anyone on a pedestal. Like I listened to the Chronic in high school. It doesn't mean I support like gangsters. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's just good music. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't listen to Chronic now. But you know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is <a> disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Never Shout Never the other day. That was Bro. it hit a little different. Wow, when you're 25, dude. Yeah. I listened what to album. Yeah, uh, all the old stuff. Smell you later. Okay. Big season. Yeah, like dreams. the actual good stuff. Yeah, she's I'm, got style. I was getting into somebody. Um, Brian from Young and Heartless posted this like top five metal bands on Facebook the other day, and. uh it like hit me hard. Like he he was like one of his top five most influential band like metal bands for him was Ashes of the Wake, Lamb of God. Oh my god! I was god. like I was like I haven't listened like I forgot about how good that was. And then there's a bunch of other albums on there. He's you know I'm just like cycling through like the like this is why I started listening to heavy music. Yeah. Like Under Oath is what got me in Under yeah, Earth dude. and Showbread. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. really? Oh. Showbread. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I it was, know. It was Bull for My Valentine for me. They were my gateway hardcore band. Really? Before then, I was just like, I. So it's. I think I've told the story on the podcast before, so I'm going to make it very quick. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> when when I was... When I was late to the game, like all my friends were like already listening to like uh like Devil Wears Prada and stuff like that, and I was like, bro, this is garbage. Like, I was like, what is this? And they're like, like, dude, this is good music. I was like, dude, anyone can just yell at the top of their lungs, and they're like, uh, no, they can't, no, they can't. And I was like, yeah, they can. Watch. Fast forward two years later, two years later, I like taught myself how to scream, and through teaching myself how to scream to literally just disprove my best friend. I created a passion for it, and it was both my Valentine that was the first one that I could like get into that had screaming, and then it just went like deeper and deeper, and like now it's you know like you can listen to, like I declare war and stuff yeah. like that, and I'm like this is good, yeah. like yeah. it is like you you do develop a taste once like I was I was totally I was listening to like the Beatles and my friends were listening to heavy music I was like, you guys are dumb this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know this isn't real music no it, it, it just a little bit at a time and, yeah and then now I'm like you know I'm listening to like mortification or vomitorial corpulence like these ridiculous like black metal bands infant and, annihilator. Yeah. They're actually amazing. Did you guys ever listen to Weekend Nachos? No. No, but I want to. That's like a great They're like dude. a power violence band, like 35-second songs. Nice. Like, yeah. <clears throat> it's just like... I. That's like Tyler's kind of music. See, 45 like seconds. Yeah, so like... So this is... This is oh this goes back to the O-Scarlet Osc- Osc- band that was in. Okay. So we were playing a show in... Uh, I keep I thinking you guys saying O Sleeper. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. No, they, I keep we, hearing Scarlet <laughs> O'Hara. Right. That, yeah, it's like... Uh, yeah. Anyways, we were playing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you guys did? <laughs> we were, we were supposed to play the show at this. Uh, they used to, back in the day, they had these things called info shops. You know, they're basically like a coffee shop, but they had like magazines and like real hippies that smelled horrible, and they had couches. Like bands could Whoa. just like crash there and stuff. Oh, nice! So we were supposed to play the show there, and then like we show up and they're like, "Oh no, the show got moved." Didn't you guys hear? And I was like, "What?" And so we went over to the other venue, and they're like, "Ah, show's not here. It moved." And I was like, "What?" Like. There was no communication, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, it's at this house." And we're like, "That is super weird. I don't That's know." The worst. When so we that show happens. up to the, we, yeah, because <laughs> it's happened more than once. Right, right. <laughs> we show up to this house and like knock on the door, and I'm like, "This is not where the show is. Like, there's no way." And uh, this dude comes to the door, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, can I help you?" I was like, "Yeah, there's supposed to be a show here tonight." And he's like, "God, are you see? Oh man!" And he like runs away, and I was like. That was weird. <laughs> he like yelled up the steps and he's like, "Hey!" And he like yelled for his girlfriend or whatever. He's like, "Is that is the show tonight here?" And and she's like, "Yeah." And you know, like 
after like a couple minutes, they resolve that like he's like, yeah, I guess the show's here. Come on in, man. And I was, like, I was like, this is the weirdest thing. And so like, am I'm I fi- interrupting dinner? Right, right. Like, so I'm thinking like this is gonna be like the worst show ever. Like I don't understand. Like there's not even a place to play. And he's like, oh, just come with me. And so like there ended to be there ended up being like this little garage. It's like half the size of this room. Mm-hmm. And he's Best like, yeah, shows. like set up here. This is like the stage. And like the other band was already there. Weekend nachos, but they were like all sleeping in there. They had like a little van and a trailer. And uh, so I was like, all right, cool. Like, like at least there's another band here. Like it's not super horrible. But I guess what happened is like a couple of the like the headline bands dropped and it was just like us that were like touring. Yeah. And weekend nachos showed up a week early. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so so like we start setting up and stuff, <clears throat> and this little Indian dude comes up, he's like in a backpack. He totally reminds me of Aziz and sorry. Like, so picture Aziz okay. coming up. <laughs> and he's like, Hey man, how's it going? And I was like, Oh, hey, like, yeah, I'm good. Here for the show? Yeah. I was like, right, yeah, is he coming for the show? He's like, Yeah, I'm in the band called Weekend Nachos. I'm like, oh, I cool. I've I've never like Heard you guys? He's like, oh yeah, we're just like, you know, like rock band, whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. oh sweet. <laughs> and so <laughs> the most generic label so, ever. So we're like, we played our, you know, we played our set, and there was like maybe ten kids inside the thing, and then like nobody does anything for like an hour, and then like uh. they're like, oh yeah, like we go on at like nine or whatever. We're like, oh, like why did we play so early? So, anyways, long story short, they start playing, and there's like hundreds of kids pour in. <laughs> like it gets nuts. Like the garage. Is like shaking. Somehow there's a mattress that shows up and it's like <laughs> crowd surfing and like there's like alcohol everywhere. Like you're just getting sprayed with it. Like just it was insane. Bro. And the song, so like, you know, this happy little Indian dude comes up and he's like, you know, hey man, how's it going? And he gets on stage and he's like, <laughs> like, and he's just like growling, like pig squealing, like everything. Whoa. And I was just like, what is this? And it was, I was like, never seen or heard anything like it the bass players there just like falling asleep with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth just like going up and down his bass yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god it was it was the wildest thing That's and so like cool. we were just like what like we we just didn't know what to do like, You're like no i think idea. we're doing the music thing wrong yeah. <laughs> are they still like I'll, I'll book them this year i, I'm, I mean right. i don't know if, them up. yeah I, they're probably not touring anymore. They might be but too big to book now if they were that big then. But they were pretty. They were put pretty big out in 2013. Looks like their last single. Okay. But you're you're right, dude. Oh like, my god, you're they right. Were, they were so brutal. Aziz Ansari. Right? Yeah, it literally. He, he, lo- he literally oh. looks like him. That's that's legit. This poor guy's listening to the podcast. I didn't know. Vic, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Vic Fuentes was in. Look him uh, up. Look him up. <laughs> We've got nachos too. Yeah, look yeah. him up. It was nuts. So that was like. You know, and all the, you know, you look back at those like horrible shows that you've played and you're like, oh, that was like, the, that was horrible. But then you like, you learn from it, you know, you take yep. all those like horrible experiences and you're like, yeah, ah, you know, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. We the, survived. The bass player part killed me because I remember going to a champ <laughs> show one time and it was some local band and it was like, it was my friend's band. They had, I don't know, last minute pulled together a bassist. And I guess this dude was an alcoholic and was so drunk, oh couldn't gosh. even keep his hand on the neck anymore and just started fist bumping on the stage. <laughs> and we were like, you know what? At least you he's got just good stage presence. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just smack him again or something. That, is that your garage show? <laughs> Probably. No, I don't know. That looks too nice. The camera <laughs> There wasn't a stage. <laughs> Not enough alcohol in the background. <laughs> That's a really clear picture. There's no way that they, no, anybody in the camera. And like that. the. The uh, the one guy just like kept on destroying the drummer's kit, and I was just like, "Oh, that's so disrespectful!" <laughs> 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 like I was not used to that at all. Like I, I don't know that you know I watched like uh, before the chariot, you know Norma Jean, like they would do that kind of stuff. They'd yeah. like start taking like his drum set away from him until he's like just barely playing anything. 
Uh, he, he got, I never uh, Norbert Jean got that. kicked out of Purple Door for spitting and barking on people. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That sounds, I mean, you know. I know Project got, like, uninvited because they did, uh, you know, Project 86. I don't know if you remember Oh, that. yeah, I remember yeah, them. They did that, yep. that, like, that big mud fight of, like, 2000 and whatever that was. That was... Like, 2006 or something? 2005? 2000, that, no, that was, like, 2007, they I got, think. Okay. They got asked to not come back because yeah. people were throwing mud. Well, so there was like a big mud pit because it rained. <clears throat> yeah. And then, you know, everyone was just kind of like doing the whatever the pit thing. And then they're th- slinging mud at each other. And then he's like, he like divided the people up. And he's like, all right, like on three, you're going to like start throwing mud at each other. And then like as they were doing that, he said like, I'm surprised you guys haven't thrown any mud up here. And it like before, he, fe- before he finished that sentence, <laughs> the, the stage was covered. And they just had to. They were like, "All right," and they like just shut down the sound. Yikes! And oh. they couldn't. They couldn't keep playing. And like the stage manager was just like running, like trying to protect the gear. <laughs> oh <my laughs> he was just like, trying "No, to feel my bad babies. For that guy. Yeah. He's got my like, a, like, like a blanket. I'm terrible. not getting my security deposit. Yeah, yeah. Back. It's like I'm renting. I'm renting the drums. Don't." <laughs> That's awful. When you were talking about setting up the garage show, like I had a little bit of anxiety when you were talking about like you guys playing and then an hour happened. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so tense. Like after running shows, like that's that's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. You get you book that one band, they're going to be like really good. And then for some reason they didn't load in. But and now, then you're, it's, the other band's done and now they're like, yeah. it's like an hour in the setup. Right. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, now that I know more about Florida, it totally makes sense though. They just do stuff like Florida's that. Florida's horrible. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with it if it's chill. Like I've, but even like I like I've I've done a, a couple house shows where I try to run it as close as I can to like a venue yeah, where yeah. I'm like no like let's let's go we're we're, we're well, you know I'm people Pennsylvania Dutch up here man we care about I the guess, time with business and time and I'll trip. be honest yeah. with you I don't think I've ever actually been to a house show now that I think about it what are you kidding like dude it's it is Russian roulette but you only got fifty fifty shots yeah like, it's I either like, gonna be the worst show you've been to or the best show I you've always been wanted to but like every time I get invited to one there was just something going on like we used to we used to put on a lot of shows at the Fiala House which is like uh, not a house actually it's a uh, baseball clubhouse in Camp Hill. Like behind the baseball field there, Never it was just a tiny it. room. Mm. It was probably like the size of this room, but you could rent it for like nothing. Okay, it was like twenty five bucks or something. We we're like, oh my cool, God. and we'd like That's sell, great. we'd like sell Little Caesars pizza, and you know, crappy PA. But it was like, you know, the setting you, you can't replace that setting. Like, I think two like two hot takes, or like I think we might see more house shows in the near future. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, just because of the, the the regulations on business and stuff, and at some point people may like, feel like they're fine, but there's regulations if they're going to try and make things work. Two, they're actually I don't I think they're probably way better than they used to be. There's so much good talent, well, and you yeah. can create such a unique experience. You know, I've done them in my basement, and as other people's houses, where like I I took the same care to book the artists that I would anywhere, except now you're coming in. It's like a it's like a suggested donation. And everybody's like, you can't, it's rude to talk because yeah. you're literally in front of the artist. Yeah. So everybody's listening. The experience is totally different than a bar. You guys, it's, it's amazing. You guys, really know, you guys know David Bazan, Pedro the Lion? Yeah, yeah. So I so David, like, like his Big band, trucks. like, yeah. yeah. Great song. So Undertow, his record label, and him, they were basically like, hey, you're not doing Pedro now. And he, I mean, he obviously did house shows and stuff, but he turned it into a business model. Like, really? he's like, hey, if I can sell tickets for 50 bucks... And, you know, people can put 30 people in a living room. Like, that's way better than a crappy bar show. Yeah. And he actually has people there that actually listen to him, actually buy merch, yeah. actually pay attention. 
you can actually have conversations with them and it's and it's fine if you like in between songs actually have real conversation like that's and, actually awesome so yeah. it's like actually he, less awkward than you oh, yeah. would think it would be because mm-hmm. people are just kind of going back it's, you're, you kind of come off the mic and kind of like yeah they're actually I like that song you they're know, there like, to see you and yeah, connect with 100%. you that's what i was yeah. gonna say and they're comfortable Opener, nothing yeah. it's just yeah and they're comfortable because you're in a lot of the times Somebody who's there is kind of connected to the homeowner or the artist. Yeah. Um. For when I try to do it, I try to bring in an artist and like I try to bring a new crowd for that. Like my friends come out to watch. So a lot of times there's like an artist who the people are there. He he's never he or she's never met them before. So that it's it's a whole new crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. they're getting paid a little bit, and uh, yeah, it, it just always I've never had a bad experience. I've done three or four in my basement. I've done a couple at a buddy's house in a garage, and like it's always been. Really, really good time. I have them in my backyard. We should do yeah. it in my garage. Do have those have giant barn stage. doors? That'd be sick. Dude, I, I also think dude. if somebody's coming out to see a show in somebody's house, they're likely going to be a little bit more respectful. Oh, but also, yeah. they're probably there because they genuinely are interested yeah. versus like a venue where it's just something to do. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, you, you're. You, it's almost like it's almost like uh, you know selective marketing. Like you, I was just you're gonna, gonna have you're, an artist come to your house. You're gonna invite people that are going to be interested in listening to the artist. Right. You're literally weeding so, out like mm-hmm. the people. Like you're funneling the people yes. that actually want to be there yeah. and should be there. Yes. they're there. You're, like that's you're cutting that's off really the people smart. that would throw mud on the stage. And, and instead of charging <laughs> a cover, or you know, like usually when I do it, I just say I, I name like a suggested donation based on how many acts I have, that and then really and then I I, play I, I I provide stuff. But it's usually like BYOB, BYO food, like do your thing, whatever. But I'm providing the venue, and and so what ends up happening is I'm sure some people come. They, they feel like they can't afford to pay. That's like I'd rather them come and hang out. But inevitably, I make more than I was expecting to give to the. I just give oh, it yeah. to the artist. But like people who can afford to pay it, or they want to do it, and so they usually they give more. And so I end up giving the artist more than I I quoted them. It's oh, great. I, I've put on house shows where somebody puts a hundred bucks in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened. You get like someone like me, like when we were there, and I, I didn't know there was going to be a suggested donation. Not like saying that was anything on you. I just, I didn't know. I did on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> just put thirty, just put thirty, forty bucks in no, there. No, I, yeah. I barely, I barely ever carry cash. When right. I do, it's not broken up. And I reached. He my just pocket. dropped his credit card in. There. All yeah. I had was yeah. a twenty, and I was like, "Well, I guess so. there's twenty dollars." Yeah. Like, yeah. it is what it <laughs> not is. Not gonna get caught pulling out change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather just put twenty dollars in than so walk make, down make the street the to small. an ATM. <laughs> I was yelling yeah. at Brett from across the room. I was like, "Yo, Brett, what's your Venmo?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got change for a twenty? Yeah, that's yeah. also what I was. You know, now in this age, you know, you you put that tip jar out there, suggested donation. You throw the Venmo, the PayPal on there. It's even better when you're doing it for a charity because oh, yeah. people are like, "Yeah, whatever." Some people are like, "I'm not paying that artist," but like, "Oh, it's going to homeless people. Oh, I better put money in there." It just, it just <laughs> which sometimes coincides with the artist. It usually, yeah. <laughs> you, jokes on you. He's the homeless person, so it's all going to him. Johnny Herbo like, oh. on the freight trains. Yeah, and that shows to be homeless. Yeah. Yes, I'm, you know them. That's I've, amazing. I think you. I think you actually talked about them. I don't know. It was last time. Did I? I think. Well, I, somebody, oh wait, because we were talking about bands with the name N D in it, and how they're always good. Yeah. That's my memory's right. terrible, so I, you should not ask me. I'll Sorry, I, I, I remember I was, hearing I was just that name because you you're pretty. I I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the, uh, the so the house. I think that stigma's kind of that is that taboo's kind of going away. Oh yeah. Um, so now that I think about it, my garage is detached and is right up against a road. So technically I'm responsible for the music, but the people on the street are on public property. What what you could do is, and there's no open container law in my town. So the parking lot, you could just get approval for people to be there, have the band play in the garage and have the amps up outside. 
Yeah. Everybody's away. Oh, there's. I mean, there's towns. Oh, you're talking there. about like in the COVID era. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. I'm. So, yeah. I'm talking like now. Like right I assume now. that's what right. you were talking. Oh, about. I just meant in general. But I mean, like that's actually a really good spin to put on it if we wanted to do that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, dude. Wouldn't that's recommend solid. It in this weather, but there's a ton right. of towns that have always had traditions of doing like front porch festivals. Yep. And so they'll have like you know one band goes on. It's kind of like a progressive dinner. I don't know if you have a church background that might make sense <laughs> yes <laughs> but like you know uh one band will go on and then like across the street you know everyone just kind of turns around and another band plays yeah because they're on a different porch and then down the street or like across the block another band's going on at nine o'clock and then it's so like a whole what? neighborhood yeah like uh, cool. there's there's one town in in particular i think they're in wisconsin that like that's like what they're known for, and and I mean, and obviously, like in Austin and stuff. If you guys ever been, like, yeah, that's just kind of how all the bars are. But and it's actually too much. Like you can't. I was down there, and it was like I can hear four bands and a DJ right now. Like yeah, this is much. this is too much. Yeah, yeah. Nashville's kind of like that. When yeah, I was down there, like the honky tonks and stuff. Yeah. Oh gosh, but like it's definitely nice whenever you're in like a neighborhood that you wouldn't expect there to be music, and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, they're really good. That's cool. And then, yeah. Oh. And they're, yeah. hand, they're handing out wine over there. That's yeah. cool. Like, sweet. <laughs> Let's do this again next week. Right. Yeah, so, no, it's true. But we we were actually, we got, we had one planned. Um, yeah. Actually, uh, what's his face? Andrew Staver? Oh, uh, Nick. Nick Andrew Staver. Or, sorry, yeah. yeah. He he was booked for it. We had uh, we had a bunch of guys, and then COVID hit, and we're like, I guess we cancel it, but we're it's outside. Right. <laughs> but it was like, it was set up for like June or something when we were like, yeah, no I guess. Yeah, going on. Yeah, we're like, I guess we just cancel it, because everything else is canceled, so. But now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I should just try and do it now. Yeah, spring, it, like, summer, people will be outside again. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about that. The one the one nice thing about being in this area for, for musicians is that this winter's going to be, it's going to suck, right? It's already sucking. Yeah. But we had, there's so many, you know, wineries, big fields, all that stuff. Like, as soon as the weather starts hitting 50 plus, live music is going to be as big as it usually is because you can yeah. put people out in the field and not worry about it. You're mm-hmm. good to go. So uh, there there is a there is a benefit to some of that. And Woodstock twenty twenty one was invented. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Fire Festival two point yeah. yeah. You got a you he he mentioned Nick Nick Staver. Nick dropped an album called Medicine this year. It's on Spotify, it's everywhere. Nick's a a uh songwriter from Chambersburg. Oh no, he's just from Shippensburg. Yeah. Um he's he's really good. Like you guys gotta check out some of his stuff at some point. I definitely will. I filmed two. Me and me and Jake, the other guy, non-existent records. We've uh, done two music videos for him, and we actually he's dropping a new single soon, and we're doing a music video for him at the end of the month, and That's awesome. it's super fun. That's he's, amazing. He's a good songwriter. Are you filming it or what? Me and I, I like, I do all the B-roll. Jake's a much better videographer than I am, but yeah, we have we just bring our cameras out there. We're actually going to film it in uh, Crosswater Distillery. They got this big huge awesome. distillery. Where is that one? Awesome. It's Mechanicsburg address, but I think it's it might be out closer to you actually. I'm trying to remember it's like it's kinda out of the way. It's like in this big industrial park and there's like just this this distillery with a tasting room. Yeah, I feel like I passed it the other day, but I can't remember where it was. Oh yeah, I have a computer. Fact check me. Technology. (laughs) It's really cool. They do a lot of live music. Uh, It might be close to Cumberland. No, Dead Lightning's in New Cumberland. What's it called? This is Crosswater. This says Lewisberry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Lewisberry Industrial Drive. Yes. Yeah. Lewisberry is a weird. It's it is. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's like, awesome. That's like an exit or two. It's it's crossed yeah. crossed water. Because I used to work yeah. on industrial. They do they they do all kinds of great alcohol. The food's great. They do a lot of music there. 
I've played there. It was and awesome. They, they pay their bands well. Too. Yeah, yeah. We we I went there. I booked a show there like the worst time to do a show with the Gregories, because it was like you know winter after the holidays and like nobody's going out and doing anything. A couple people showed up and we were kind of like oh kind of bummed. And they like gave us all the tips and like gave us dinner yeah. and it was like That's yeah they awesome. definitely are they're super generous in there. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go in and and film Nick's video and. It's gonna be super cool. Um, yeah, Cumberland Honey does well there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Becca Foster. Yeah. Played there. Um, yeah, it's a great spot for all that stuff. But yeah. Next day, if you, that like, I think if I had to pick an album this year from from all the local ones I've listened to, Nick Staver's uh, Medicine is just it's amazing. It's probably my favorite. I'll definitely I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it on the way home. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I think as uh, four musicians, I think we could probably talk about music all night. As much yeah, as we I want feel like to. we've been talking for like five minutes, but it's been over an hour yeah. already. So <laughs> we didn't even take a break or anything. We did. Oh we, did we ran right through with no break this time, which is impressive. Oh my god! That's and we went down like no, hustlers. no off-topic rabbit holes either. Like I, I mean, we had like one or two, but like they weren't. Two, god, wow! We kept it on there. Any uh, any plugs you guys want to throw out there? Yeah, follow non-existent records on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we're trying to keep up with stuff as much as we can, sharing local music. And so the more people that see what we post, you know, the bigger kind of audience we can create for local music. So for sure, that'd be a big one. We definitely support that. Carson Kinnaman. Yeah. Carson Kinnaman. That's who we're, we're putting the EP out with here soon. Yeah. We're, we're, we're recording and we're going to be pushing a lot of this. She, she plays open mics and stuff, but we're going to be pushing a, a CD of hers. CD, an album of hers right. soon. <laughs> For sure. Um, she's a really good songwriter, and she's got like this really cool kind of mysterious punk vibe to her. So, Ooh. yeah. yeah it's, right. it, 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 like it's hard to put my finger on it, but yeah. it's definitely, you know, we, we think there's a little bit of cranberries, yeah. a little bit of, uh, you know... I, don't know. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, she's got like this sweet, like, you know, kind of... A diet Sig? You guys are listening to Diet Sig? No. no. Oh, man. Yeah. Very similar to that, too. All right. Like Diet yeah. Sig, like Diet Cigarette? Like yeah, shortened? yeah. But Diet Sig. Yeah, yeah. She's oh. amazing. They played... Uh, diet Sig played... Uh, uh, what's... Uh, H-Mac before H-Mac was weird. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. yeah good point. <laughs> I, I'm also just going to throw out there, though. I feel like if anyone ever marketed a Diet Cigarette, it would sell. Like, oh, yeah. It's oh, just... Yeah. Well, that's what, they've always, that's what they've always been trying to... Yeah. Market, you know, like light cigarettes make you skinny. It's like I'm smoking air. It's like, <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> it's like, well, it's okay. All right. Yeah. But uh, awesome. Well, dude, yeah. Brett, Isaac, yeah, always a pleasure. Dude, Isaac, you are always welcome to come back with yeah, Brett man. anytime. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's without do it. Him. And without <laughs> me. <Yeah. laughs> you made it sound like. like not that we I, don't, want you want, don't want you here. I know. I know. It's, it's okay. Isaac, Brett, I think this is the appropriate time to tell you to leave. All right. Every guest on Brett. Just crushes the Angry alcohol. Rips it open, stabs out <laughs> on the jugular. I have to say, I'm nothing without Brett. Like one of the things that got us together in the, in in the beginning was like, I'm tired, man. I'm getting old. I I hustled my whole life, and I saw his energy, and I was like, geez, I need to work with this guy. Like he is nonstop, and I just like I just support him, whatever he needs. I just want him like, because I, I mean, when you're building a team, whether yeah. it's a musician. A promoter, business, whatever you have to build, you have to build a team that comes around people and yeah. like supports them. So it's true. Like, like it's I, truth. like I was just impressed. Like I mean, whatever. This podcast is super cool because you have this amazing team. 
Yeah. You guys wouldn't be able to do this without the support. Yeah, yeah. and crafted it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're the cool. The, 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 another really cool thing, I think this is kind of just can be a hopeful thing for people all over because all the millions of people who are going to listen to this. But like Isaac and I are well, Isaac was work together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isaac, we sound the same. We actually were married for a little while. You know, it's no, but, um, that's, that's a, a tattoo joke. Too under that ring? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um, but like, so Isaac and I, we like the hustle, the interest in, in music, kind of like similar values. Like that's, that it's really easy. Like there's so many things that we're different on from like religion to politics, like even taste in music and some stuff. But like there's this collaboration because we both have this community focus, both mm-hmm. work hard. We don't really care to like dehumanize the other person just because of one thing we disagree on. Mm-hmm. And we love music and art and we want to be involved in that. And so like, we're just like, you know, bouncing it off each other, going back and forth, like working through stuff for local musicians because of that. I think it's, on a really small scale, there's an example there that a lot of other people, companies, organizations, industries can like look at. Sure. Think, hey, you know, like there's a the common bond is so much better mm-hmm. um, because we have this interest, this interest that like is we, we both want to see succeed. Yeah. So some- you know, I don't know. It's it's been it's been fun. It's been super fun working on this stuff. So yeah, something I talked about like on the podcast, completely unrelated but related at the same time, was just like the sense of community and how it just lacks in this country or this world in general now. Just like <clears throat> how the world used to be, where everybody knew each other in their community and worked together, talked together, yeah. worked in their own economy, helped out their own economy on a local level, like in their town, oh, yeah. like yeah. Carlisle would. Yeah, you know, the way our grandparents lived when they were our age. And what you're doing is essentially taking that exact same community um standard and putting that into yes. the music scene. Yeah. And I really enjoy that and really love seeing it. And thank For sure. you. You you, you gotta be globally understanding and focused, but you gotta love your neighbor. And like that's yes. just that's just where it all starts. Yes. That and I think so, that's a so good. I think that's a great sentiment to literally leave the podcast <laughs> with. No, I think it's perfect. I mean especially with everything that's going on in the world. Yeah. Right now, I think that is a perfect sentiment. Like Absolutely. everyone that hears this, just hear that and just let it be. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we're so excited to be out here doing this. Awesome guests like you guys, and it wouldn't be possible without our sponsor, Rock Mill. Uh, they're your one-stop <laughs> shop yeah. for um, anything music, or music, business, anything that way. I can't talk at the end of this for whatever it's reason. I think these guys blew my mind. AV solutions, T-shirts, room. He listens. He knows everything. He knows my pitch. What's their website, Brett? Oh, I don't, I don't want to go to the web. I have, I have them on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> Rockmill Inc. That's com. They're your one-stop shop for, like you said. Everything. Everything. Recording, screen printing, music lessons. You name it. They got it. Darker with Daniel. They got us, too. Thanks, so, Daddy Logan. Thank you, Daddy Logan. Daddy Uncle Brad, Logan. Brandon. Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. Brandon Whoa. and Greg. Well, I, you know what? I think there's actually a really good point to uh, bring in. Uh, we will be seeing Brett very soon. Oh, yeah. Will we not? Yeah. We'll, we will be seeing you soon. I don't want to give away any details, though. We're going to let our viewers figure that part out. Oof. All right, cool. Yeah. Okay. It's going right. to be great, though, and it's going to be a difference than you're not expecting. So, very yeah. excited. All right. Hey, guys, thanks again. Thanks, guys, time. for having us. Good night. Peace. Good night. Woo!